0: Hey, LA football fans, the Left Coasters here. I'm Matt.
1: I'm Brian. And I am Tony. And if you enjoy the three of us bantering over NFL football, please feel free to give us a like on SoundCloud. Head to Apple Podcasts and give us a review and help this podcast grow. You can also find us at theleftcoasterspodcast.com. And guys, get ready for a show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special edition, a Monday morning edition of the Left Coasters podcast. We are here, Tony Cavallo, Brian the Ballerina, Balzerini, Matthew D'Angelo, Antonio. We are welcoming Mr. Davey into studio. We're giving you his full interview right here, the full in-studio interview with Davey. And again, guys, we had a wonderful time. You heard a little bit of a preview for it last week. It did great for us. And now it's time to release the whole thing. So, Brian, are you ready?
2: I'm
3: ready, man. I'm excited. Davey was a fantastic uh, guy to have, and Mm -hmm. and I'm... I'm excited to see where his career goes, and I'm excited that you guys get a sneak peek into his personality and, and how great of a guy he is.
0: And you know what? He needs to do more of these interviews.
1: Uh, he was wonderful. He was, he fantastic. was wonderful. And he was
0: very fun to talk to. Uh, he was just a great guy. We talked. We covered so much ground. We got like 45 minutes worth of an interview, I think, with him approximately. Yeah. And give, we could have done two give hours. Or, give or take. We probably could have done two hours. And he complimented my expansive knowledge of music. So, Davey, you won my heart with your music. <laughs> you won my heart with your personality. Uh, we hope to have you back sometime.
1: Absolutely. And again, this is the Left coast's. podcast podcast you can find us at the leftcoasters podcast.com we're at gmail if you want to email us questions or if you have other people you want us to interview at the leftcoasters podcast at gmail.com we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on instagram under all those names davy you can find his ep on spotify on apple music on title even the black gospel volume one many of his songs you're going to hear coming up next it really is wonderful please buy his album help us out our podcast it's a wonderful time And if you happen to pick up a copy of Madden 18,
0: you can hear one more of his songs called Keep Running in this year's edition of Madden. this is, in fact, why we had him on the podcast in the first place, because he's featured in this year's edition of Madden. And I
3: would encourage you to see him live. Check out his tour dates. Support the man. Go see him. He's a he's a
1: treat. Absolutely. Absolutely. And without any further ado, here is the full interview with Davey.
2: Left Coasters.
4: Ain't got no drama. She know what I do. Making that oh. money for the fancy clothes. But she got her own. You know the drill. Baby's been good to me. Baby's been good to me. So good she not me on my feet. So good she's not me on my feet. Hey. Testify.
1: Do not adjust your dials, left coasters. That is the newest song from our good friend Davey, who happens to be in studio with us today. He is our special guest of the week. Welcome, Davey, to the podcast.
4: Yeah, I just clapped myself. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> you should.
1: But. That's all right. That's all right. We uh, we have Davey in here because I'm a good friend of Davey's. I filmed a music video with him a little while back. It was an interesting music video. <laughs> I met him. We became good friends. And then suddenly the world kind of opened up to you into the whole football atmosphere. And we're going to dive into a little bit. We're going to interview you here and uh, see what your thoughts are about the L.A. football, about where your career is going, all that stuff. It's going to be a blast. The ballerina Brian Balzerini is here. Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio is here. And we're all in studio ready to dive into it, my man. But your new EP is out, Black Golf volume number one. It's everywhere you can find it. Spotify, Apple Music, all digital media platforms. Congratulations, my man. That's the first thing I want to say. Thanks, man. I'm That's excited a good feel. for you.
4: It's on title too, so you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Title too. You know, title is not the one that I have. I'm not gonna lie to you. you know, I just do it for Jay. Labels. Exactly. To, you you know. have to. You of have course. to pay respect, right? Of course. <laughs> Gotta
4: pay respect to Jay Z.
1: Absolutely. So you are you are a Jersey native. I am. And how long have you been in LA? Ooh, nine years. Wow. Nine oh nine man. Years. So you're
3: a veteran now.
4: I am. I basically live, I'm basically from LA. from LA at this
3: point, I yeah. Know, at
4: this point, yeah. It's, I mean, home, I still have a Jersey driver's license, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're still repping the East
0: Coast. I like that. I, you always.
4: you still, rep, still <laughs> yeah. rep East
3: Coast. So, you, so do you still have all the insurance and everything? From it's all from
4: New Jersey. It's all New Jersey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just lazy. Don't get pulled over, man. The cops don't like that stuff around here. Well,
4: my dad has the same name as me, so I just say, you know what? Everything's in my dad's name. <laughs> There you Genius. go, hey, <laughs>
1: get out, get out while you can, that's I know, perfect, right? that's fantastic. <laughs> Hope
4: no cop's listening. Mm. Such an L.A. thing.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> oh, it's an man. LA thing. Speaking of L.A. things, my man, you uh, you can f- hear Davy every time you watch Sunday NFL Football because his song, Testify, that we just played for you, is in an ad for Wild Turkey that also stars Matthew McConaughey, you're in the ad as well, Matthew McConaughey directed it, Brian and I are actors here and we have a lot of actors that listen to the show that love football, so... How did that come around? What happened there? How was it to be with Matthew McConaughey? Is he that Matthew McConaughey in real life? Like, tell us everything, my friend.
4: Uh, well, the funny thing about that, it the music was first, so okay. they were looking for a song for a Wild Turkey's commercial. Yeah. Um, and my publisher, it's the the this is the boring part of the story. She called me and was like, "Hey, your song might be in this commercial." Um, but don't get your hopes up So I was like It's gonna be an Apple <laughs> Hopes up Yeah I was like Hopes up It's gonna be an Apple commercial <laughs> I'm telling dad <laughs> <laughs> So like already I was thinking It's gonna be an Apple commercial Um, And then Maybe like an hour later She was yeah. like Okay I can tell you details Matthew McConaughey's involved and then I'm like, why would you do that? <sighs> um, and then maybe like a week later, they were like, they want you to be in the commercial. That's fantastic. And I was like, I'm be really famous! <laughs> no, um, and then immediately, it just went really fast. We, we shot it. The first thing, the day before we shot it, Matthew McConaughey wanted to like meet in person, his team, my team. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming in the door... And then, like, there he is sitting in all his, like, manly power with his kombucha juice Mm -hmm. um, with, like, glasses on. And I just remember being like, this is the ultimate artist. Like, he's just strong and manly, but, like, also artist. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, this is the perfect man. Uh, and he was so kind and like, was oh, of like, course. Yeah, I came in the door and it was like, David. And I'm like, <laughs> is anyone saying this? Like, shouldn't MTV be Can here? Can you record this, and, somebody? Yeah, no, no, seriously, please. I wish. You know, I didn't have my phone on, I turned it off, but um, yeah. And then, and then that's how he was honestly shooting the entire time. It was like we were best friends. I know that sounds that's weird. Awesome. It sounds like a crazy person. No. Um, but the whole entire time, his team was so gracious and. And the crazy thing is, when I he would like be singing the song, like if he's be like stuck in his head. Yeah, hey, yeah. Maybe he's been good. And I was like, what is life he's right singing now? Your song? You know, That's he's, fantastic. he's singing the song, and we're becoming best friends. And so we had met, and then we shot. I think maybe a week after I had first met him, mm-hmm. and I grow a beard kind of like weird in patches. So I have like a <laughs> huge mustache, but just like a patchy beard. But when I met him. They had done, like, a test shoot with the camera, and I had, like, no facial hair. And so in the commercial, they're like, we want you to look a little bit older, so could you grow facial hair? And I'm like, yeah, I can grow a mustache in a week. So I come in there, and they're like, hey, Matthew, do approve of his facial hair. That story. True story. True story. <laughs> he looks at me and goes, oh, well, you know, he, his facial hair kind of grows in, like, mine. And I'm like, stop right there. My facial hair. What? <laughs> yeah, Twinsies. Exactly. Twinsies. No, I should have said that. I'm like, my facial hair grows. That's all I heard. I don't even remember the rest of the story. I just remember my facial Everything hair Everything after in. that just faded. Exactly. I like... <laughs> was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be okay in life because my facial hair grows in, like, Matthew McConaughey. I looked at the makeup artist, and I was like, okay, let's keep it like Matthew's. <laughs> Did you hear Did, you hear, say Did yeah. you hear Matthew say that? Did you hear Matthew say that? Um, but they wind up just shaving everything except my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get to keep the patches.
3: And now you're officially an artist.
4: Yeah, no, you're I'm not, an artist. Now, now you're the like artist. yeah, I'm the black Matthew McConaughey, except skinny. Like you, should get really skinny. <laughs> you should get business cards with, with that written on it.
1: Beard like McConaughey. You're, yeah. like, Matthew
4: about it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, sorry, that was a, a rant. But that's that's how I felt about working with them. That's, that's a
1: awesome. heck of a story. Absolutely. And I love the commercial, too, the way he's, like, sort of walking through town and, like, your music is in different, like, it's in the club and then it's in his ear and all that stuff. Yeah. I love the way they did it. Do you get calls, like, over the weekend from friends or old family members that are like, I just saw you on TV? Like, because it's on every football game that yeah. I see. It's fantastic.
4: The funny thing is I don't think... Either my friends don't believe me in life. I think because we live in L.A., right? <laughs> yeah, and we're right. Like, and we're like, I'm going to be in this movie. And everyone's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, good luck, good so, luck with <laughs> that, right? Like, sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're going to make it. <laughs> exactly. So, like, we shot it in February, and it just came out, like, September. So, in February, like, my roommates, everybody was like, I would talk about it. I mean, we, you know, I couldn't talk about it too much. but. Yeah my family and everyone was like texting me like I just saw you in a commercial <laughs> Matthew McConaughey and you're already so beyond it like yeah. you know what I mean? like this happened to you a year ago
3: and you're like oh yeah that thing I, I, I forgot about freak that I had
4: out two weeks ago like it's fine <laughs> <laughs> well for me I was like do you think I'm a liar like <laughs> where were like, you when I told you this over the phone <laughs> totally yeah especially when I was like trying to get a girlfriend I'm like didn't you hear this pick line <laughs> I'm a commercial with Matthew McConaughey come on <laughs> so when people were texting me from like college and high school like it was actually ridiculous because in a way so many people were texting me and i don't want to be that guy but it was kind of like i just forgot how many people watch football like and so and you know obviously matthew McConaughey is a huge star so he's in it um but then they put my mug in it Mm -hmm. and then people are like oh that's I definitely know that black kid <laughs> from high <my> school. <laughs> so like everyone, their moms like texting me, and my dad is like talking about it all the time. And it's awesome. Like he showed everyone like at church a whiskey commercial. It's and absolutely. I was gonna say it's like the triple
3: effect. It's football whiskey, and Matthew McConaughey. You're walking out of this looking like a stud. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. No.
3: <laughs> It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, speaking of studs, the the biggest thing that I noticed, the reason why I wanted you to come on the podcast is because this year, your song Keep Running was selected to be on the soundtrack for Madden 18. Now, I've played Madden games all my life. Dangle said he's had a Madden game every year since 2003. He has this year's Madden game with your song on it. Always for me, the soundtrack has been a big factor for Madden. Every time I play that game, I always find an artist that I fall in love with, or I didn't know before that I look up. And now, my friend, you are on that soundtrack. What I want to know is yeah. how does that whole process work? Like, how did they select you? How did they pick yeah. that song? You know, what does it mean to you to be on that soundtrack? It's a big deal, dude. I'm. It's exciting.
4: I am. I was excited. I was surprised. Uh, well, the producer of that track is Danny Burke, so I have to give him a shout out mm-hmm. um, because we watched a Nike commercial to be honest when we were writing the song um and we were our goal was like we're gonna get a Nike commercial you know Mm -hmm. so there was already like an athletic visual that we had to it um and when I got the email it was like oh Madden selected this song I kind of laughed because it was one of those things where I was like, which song was it? <laughs> like, like you just, when you're an artist, you just, like, write so many songs. I was like, which one is that? Like, and I think, like, Danny texted me. was like, oh, dude, our song's going to be on Madden. But the crazy thing is they don't send you, like, the title or, the like, the track listing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's going to be, like, on Madden, but, like, not credited to me. It's just going to be like, oh, it's going to be a song when the quarterback's running. And then the press release came out. You know, and then I was like, "Oh man, like Kendrick's on it." You know, Frank Ocean's on it, French Montana. Good God, man! And then how, it's like, yeah, in like, Davy, like and Logic is on it. Logic you know, like is on it. There's a bunch of the, There's yeah. a bunch of
0: you know, uh, Vic Mensa. Vic Put Mensa, dude. On it. Like, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of. I mean, and, and, I, and I too, you know, I like I said, I've had Madden since like the early two thousands, and I can't tell you how many new artists I've discovered, like you, Tony. Through Madden, you know, we were talking before the show. Andrew WK, Joe Budden, like you know, yeah. these are and this that's honestly I, from Budden. the new, from the new Joe soundtrack. Budden. I already have added a bunch of stuff to my uh, to my Spotify playlist from the just from the new soundtrack alone. Wow. Uh, I you know so I, I I've been digging around, I was trying to find Keep Running on there. I couldn't because I love it, I love it, but um, <laughs> it's but not on y- Spotify. But yeah, I mean it's I, yeah I know I found that out pretty quickly because I was like Davey, hmm. <laughs> it's,
1: a, it's a Madden exclusive. Yeah. It's a Madden exclusive. It is, so I gotta, yeah. I
0: gotta fire the game up to put to, to
1: be
4: able to listen to it it's okay i'll
1: email it <laughs> but you know. did you have to like did you have to like rub your eyes out when you saw that track list to see your name next to those like how how awesome was that
4: oh it was great because i love kendrick i'm upset so I was like yeah. just seeing your name and honestly the press release kind of came out i'm like an old person to be honest the press release came out and my friends that have madden and like my cousins and everybody saw it first wow so like a good friend of mine his wife they love madden and she saw it first and she texted my mom Oh, and so, wow. like, everyone's just like, oh, my gosh, we're on the press release. And then my manager was like, yeah, you are. We're kind of oh, like, we weren't <laughs> lying. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those things where now they're like, we weren't lying. We're the wild turkey thing. I was like, okay, you know what? That's awesome. I wasn't lying. That's, That's so
3: awesome. cool. Actually, funny enough, Dingles and I were playing at his house, and, and, and the song came on, and I remember, like, just thinking, I'm like, I can't wait for Davies to come on. I want to listen to Davies, and and all of a sudden, like, the next song comes on, and we're just like, yes, this is it, this is the song. And that's what Madden does. Is like, I've had Madden for for as long as I've been alive. I've, I can go back to '94, '95, mm-hmm. like the first original ones. And when that song comes on that you're waiting for, oh, yeah. you know it's a rotation of 15 to 20 songs, the song you love to yeah, hear yeah. that you were like, yeah. I'm in the mood. I'm, i wanna, I'm playing football. When that song comes around. You get excited. and I was like, I relived that really? moment with your song.
4: So yeah, man, that's good to hear. it. Maybe I need to buy
1: Madden. Absolutely.
3: It's it's addicting because I think it's the like the the fusion of the love of football with like up tempo music that kind of puts you in this mindset. I I'm sure Dangles will will agree when you fall in love with a Madden song and you put it on your playlist for like Spotify or something like okay. that, it ends up becoming an instant workout song.
4: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh really? For sure. Instant
0: yeah, workout work out right. song. I a ton of the stuff that's on the Madden soundtrack this year, and oh, and you yeah. know yeah, it's just like. Yeah, Yeah. it's just hit after hit after hit, you know?
4: (laughs) Oh, no, it really—I mean, Vic Menta? Yeah And Yeah, oh. Action
0: Bronson's on, on on it this year as well Fire um, dude uh, yeah. uh, Travis Scott's got a song That he hasn't released Called A-Man That I love uh, That I, I don't usually like Travis Scott that much But I actually do enjoy this song So you are You are in great company My I friend oh, I, I, would love,
1: song. Really I would love to watch Dangles listen to Travis Scott I think that'd be great <laughs> <laughs> well, he just comes on You know as In front of his te-
3: band, television With uh, his you know, joystick bounce, in his hand I bounce, <laughs>
0: alo- I bounce along I bounce along to it as I'm, as, I'm, as I'm You know As I'm torching opponents online As you're playing Playing as Tom
4: Brady. Wait, it's exclusive. So Travis Scott, Travis Scott did a Davy. He <laughs> copied the it 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 and he didn't put it out.
0: It must be a mad exclusive because the only place I can find it online is World Star Hip Hop. So, you oh,
4: know. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So note to self: we should put "Keep Running" through World Star. Yes, and then people definitely. Can, oh, I and people can fight each other to it. People would find it. That makes total sense. Okay.
0: So, so I want to ask you about another. Actually, why don't we play a little another song off of your yes. uh, off of your new EP, Please uh, do. Black Gospel Volume One. This is called "Walk That Walk." Uh, nice. I really dig this song. We'll listen to a little bit, and then Davey, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have you talk a little bit about it.
1: <laughs> oh,
4: you keep crossing my mind, you're afraid I might forget you, in and out of my life, I'm afraid I might regret
0: I don't know about you guys. I hear a lot of Prince in this. Yeah, I hear. Fun. I definitely hear a Prince vibe in this, um, and I love. I love that about it. It's got this, just you know, it's groovy. I don't know how
1: else to describe it. Dangles, I, mean, I don't. I don't track. know what happened, but my clothes came off. I don't... <laughs> Dangles. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this.
3: You, you didn't hear this in the other booth, but I told. Uh, I told Davey, I was like, I, w- Are you available to sing at my
4: wedding this, this much? <laughs> And then I said, you have to know how to sing if you can't play sports. That's the only way to survive high school. You only get one or the other. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, you can sing like Usher. Okay, girls care.
3: And if you can't do either, you just start a podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, having a podcast these days, it is the new being in a band, basically. Like, what was I'm in a band in the 90s is now I have a podcast podcast, because everybody's got one.
1: We were good back in the day, too. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious
1: so
3: tell me about that song i yeah. i just loved the rhythm i love the smoothness of it i mean tell us about how that
4: song came about well with walk that walk i kind of again like i'm obsessed with prince so that was a good call um and a lot of times i just really will put on a video and like on youtube and i was just watching a bunch of prince clips and i love how prince kind of has that like falsetto and mm-hmm. it's so smooth and sensual but not like gross like I'm gonna rip your clothes off you know what I mean but, like, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. but it has that like suaveness uh and then I thought I was I was with the writers and we're like oh let's write a breakup song but like one that's kind of like a little bit sexy like mm-hmm. she's like oh dang like I didn't know he was that smooth you know what I mean so that's kind of what Walk That Walk is about it's like you kind of missed out on this opportunity but I'm like jamming because I'm I'm the truth
1: that's awesome that.
4: That's awesome because I think
3: so many breakup songs
4: have a tendency to go
3: to that like really dark like yeah. place, and somewhere in between is kind of like a little bit more interesting. It's a little bit more fun for sure. Kind of gives you a little bit more uh, uplifting, you know, when moment in need.
4: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's one of those things too. I can't speak for all guys. I, as a as a sensitive artist, no. As a more like I love dancing, so if like I go through anything hard, I'm gonna like go to the club or like go out dancing with my friends and stuff like that so I think I wanted to write a song where you know, people can like go to the club and be like, you know what, I'm awesome, and that person's whack. Or
3: mm-hmm. dance around in their underwear in their living room. There
4: you go. You, you know? know what I mean? Or you can dance around in your underwear with the girl you're dating. You know, what I mean? <laughs> true. That's true.
0: <laughs> if, if you are, if you are so lucky. Well, I, I and I, I was curious. I was curious to know. You mentioned you mentioned Prince as one of your influences. Yeah. What, what other what other musicians? What other artists inspire you when you write? Who else do you do you think about? Who you know when you who who impacted you heavily? That sort of influences the way that you write now.
1: Yeah,
4: Prince would definitely be the, the number one. Um, I love Stevie Wonder. I, know, I feel like Stevie Wonder is a part absolutely. of like every barbecue and every you know <laughs> absolutely moment. Um, I love hip hop, so I love Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff I probably listen to is like Kendrick and Jay Z, Jay Cole. So probably more hip hop. I love hip hop's approach to kind of be a part. Their hip hop songs are a part of people's lives mm-hmm. and moments, right? For you, doing a sports game, you're gonna like put this song on that you know you're getting psyched about, and I think hip hop sometimes does that a lot better than pop music. Um, so I I am inspired by a lot of soul, and yeah. a lot of hip hop.
3: I was gonna say soul yeah. is kind of the the, the common denominator because totally. you, yeah. you know pop kid it, it kind of sometimes
1: lacks that yeah. substance that totally. hip hop
4: has. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: sorry, no, i was mm. just thinking about this right now. I'm gonna put you on the spot. If okay. you could collaborate with one artist, okay, who would it be?
4: A modern artist right now, this is kind of new. Honestly, it would probably be Chance. Yeah? I think, yeah, I think I Chance, that. yeah. He was I just here.
1: Answer.
4: What? I love that answer. He was just in town. Oh, I thought he I was, like. Say, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was like, He was oh, just in the studio, He was yeah. just in this booth. Was I was like, sitting, where? <laughs> he was sitting in the seat that you were in, yeah. Um. You know, actually, it, it would either be it would be Chance. Like, that's a newer one, because mm-hmm. I think, what he does is he just brings very different people together. Like you know, your girlfriend wants to go, but then you want to go to the show. Mm-hmm. There's very few artists that can do that. Um, obviously Kendrick, but that's like a huge goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Chance, I think that's he's a awesome. great artist. I that's think a great he's answer. super happy and vibey and brings people together. He's not very divisive, and he's good at what he does. And yeah, very cool. So yeah.
0: you've got an EP out. You're you're yes. on Madden. You're doing a com- you've got done a commercial for Wild Turkey with with Matthew McConaughey. What are, you, what are you working on right now? What sort of, what are you looking ahead to? What's What's in the future for Davey? Yeah.
4: Well, apparently, I should be making a rap song for Madden next year. Just <laughs> <laughs> you could be, be an annual
0: favorite. I can just come back to you. Hey, we need another one. Yeah. We're just <laughs> like,
4: come on. Can we get another one? We got to keep it exclusive. Yeah, right. And don't put it on Spotify. No, no, no. Don't, don't put it anywhere. S- don't sell it on iTunes. Uh, I don't want money. I just want to be on Madden. Just, <laughs> just kidding. That whole artist thing. <laughs> Yeah, well, I just got off of a tour, and that was great because the crazy thing about the United States and kids and teenagers are they, like, love content and shows Mm -hmm. and just, um, I feel like music is in such a great place because people are definitely more open to, like, having a good time and feeling free, and they definitely want something that's going to bring them together. So it was really fun to be on tour. um, Absolutely. Because then, like, I mean, the best show is Salt Lake City. Who would have thought, right? What? No, I promise you. Dude, I promise (laughs) you. Like, we played in DC, we played in Nashville, we played in New York. Actually, New York was the best show because I'm from Jersey. But Salt Lake City, as far as like vibe and people, like thousands of kids. And I'm going to be honest, like, my keyboard player is black, I'm black. And there was like all these white kids going (laughs) ham, like ham. And he goes, and he goes, they were so into it. And he goes, and you're black. And I was like, I know, right? <laughs> right. Like, so like, who's playing a joke on me? These Salt Lake City kids are just like going bananas, right? And I would like, sing this, clap like this. And like, literally, like a room full of thousands of kids would just be like, yeah, okay, sure. That's fantastic. Utah <laughs> it knows how
0: to party, I guess. The Mormons, <laughs> yeah.
4: man, the Mormons. That's what I thought too. Like, I had a theory. I was like, maybe they're, they like, in Salt Lake City, they get so much. Like, they don't get as many artists. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe not. I don't know. Who well, no, knows? They just were into it.
3: Yeah. And it goes to show you the power of hip hop, the power of music. Exactly. You know? The power in, of soul. Yeah. yeah. In a divisive, you know, climate, we're For able sure. to kind of bridge the gap
4: a little yeah. bit with it. So that's impressive. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, especially with good feeling music, like, testifies one of those things where it's like, It's not even a gospel song. It's about, like, your woman, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, there's something about, in my opinion, gospel and soul music that, like, makes you want to clap, right? And I feel like if you can bring people together through movement and through soul and, like, joy, like, you kind of already...
0: Are, you don't really have to talk much. Yeah,
4: like, let's come together, let, which is great. But it's like, okay, everyone at this show is already together. Mm. Already well jamming. it comes back to
0: what you yeah. said earlier about dancing it out. You know, I yeah, mean, like exactly. that's you know, and that's what I mean. I don't know how you, I don't know how you stay ass planted in seat listening to testify. So you're like, that's a song that makes you want to get up. You
4: know? <laughs> I didn't know we could cuss on this thing. I like it.
0: Ass planted. <laughs> oh, you know, hey, we have a we have a. It's a, it's on the internet. It's a podcast. We have a little red e next to our name. So uh, there is there is. It's for for my. For mild language,
3: Dangle's coming in with the soul music. I love it. Well,
0: you know me.
1: Well, you get. We're talking earlier about the power of the power of soul, the power of music. You've lived now in L.A. for nine years, and we wanted to talk a little bit about how we now have two football teams here. They're starting to, you know, disperse themselves, try to get into the culture of L.A. And where do you see like? The power of music and the power like bringing it together because these two teams are trying to gain a fan base out here. They're trying to reclaim the fame of Los Angeles. The Rams on one side, the Chargers on the other. One team might be doing better than the other one, but we've labeled this season of our podcast as the battle for L.A. So have any of these teams, like, you know, have you seen any of their billboards, any of their jerseys? Have any of this, you know, come to you as an artist, been like, you know, that looks cool or that's an interesting road to go down? Any of these teams grabbing your eye at any point? Or even, like, the football culture in L.A. growing in any way? Yeah.
4: Well, I I know more about the Rams, to Mm -hmm. be honest. Um, But I feel like the biggest thing that I would say is embracing the community that they're moving into. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like if, you know, the Rams, I don't know if they are taking initiative with, like, nonprofits and, Mm -hmm. like, really involving the community, I think will take ownership to it a little better. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for for me, honestly, the only thing I can relate it to is, like, the dodgers game you know it's like my friends we just started to go to dodger games more because they embrace like the ticket prices for the community and like made it a thing like date nights and different things and so what it does is it just it was more integrated with our schedule and timing and it it didn't feel as like okay you know we're gonna have the expensive tickets and this like glamorous thing and like if you're in inglewood or like you know specific communities content like You want those people to be able to go Mm -hmm. and you want, you know, so maybe I I would feel like maybe I would feel more excited about it if there was like an event or a nonprofit or some educational thing tied to these things. And maybe they are. I don't know. But um, as an L.A. person, I think with sports, also the common thing you guys have is. alcohol and hip-hop. Like, let's be honest. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why Wild Turkey works. It's about whiskey and it comes in on a football game. People watching sports love to drink. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. you
3: made a, and you make a really good point. It's not just reaching out to community, but also there's different demographics in a large exactly. city like Los Angeles. You have yeah, an African-American true. community, you have a Latin community, you have a sure. white, you know, yeah. community. So it's kind of this idea of, and Asian too, you know, we, that's you know, yeah, it's, we kind of experience it and we kind of maybe take it for granted here in LA, but like for you, do you find, that living in a place like L.A. has kind of fueled your music in the same ways that like a team like Los Angeles uh, Rams or, or Chargers could embrace the same kind of mantra of you know
4: this inclusiveness and and you know soul, if you will. Yeah, uh, I think they uh, only I can speak from L.A. There you can't generalize creatives, so I feel like you can't generalize sports fans. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, Interesting. Again, with music, it's like if people come to my show and they have a good time. They're going to remember having a good time. So if people come to these sports events, in my opinion, and they have a great time with their, you know, family and it's great and the food is affordable and they have like they're going to buy season tickets. They're mm-hmm. going to be there. They're going to be really into it. They're going to be invested. They're going to learn the, the team. Um, I, I think the hard thing is you can expect someone to be invested in so- something they don't understand. So if I don't understand, you know, what the charges are going to do for me and my family and there isn't that like lineage as like I grew up in Jersey. So it's like you either love the Jets or you love, you know, the Eagles or you love the Patriots. Yep. It's like because my dad did. And my dad likes the yep. Cowboys. Yep. Like in L.A., we're a transplant. So it's like if we're going to start that, it has to be something we want to invest in. Yeah. So it's like, "Oh, do I really, you know, want to be invested in the Rams? I don't know."
3: And what's interesting is you're seeing like the the LA there's an LAFC coming into town, the new football really? team that's going into Exposition Park. They're they're very much European hitting football. <laughs> European football. Oh, okay. European football. Yes, European football. I was football. like, another team, <laughs> three <laughs> teams.
0: <laughs>
1: that's, that's too
3: much football. Soccer. Much football. I'm sorry. Soccer. But they're really hitching their wagon to the Latin community here. Okay. And so what they're doing is they're bringing in a lot, yeah. a lot of like Latin musicians yeah. and a lot a lot of Latin artists to come in and do artwork on the Ooh, buildings really? and things like that. So it's, that. it's very culturally oriented. Yeah. So you bring up a good point that like, what is it going to do for my family? Am I going to feel comfortable with the message? Whatever that yeah. message is. And that's a good point. it'll be very interesting to see because the NFL is not really known for that. The NFL no. is very cookie cutter in, it in, its, in its delivery. So I i i would love to see some kind of like personalization especially especially with the community and people like
4: yourself that'd be really cool well well the one thing i do know about the eagles growing up in jersey is i felt like they were like my friends that were really attached to donovan McNabb and these different individuals they would see them around it wasn't this thing of like oh well i got traded to this team so like i have this huge mansion and i'm like not invested in the community so it's like I would love to just see some of the players just, like, around yeah, LA yeah, yeah. And, and partaking in, like, local businesses. You know what I mean? And yeah. Hopefully, you know, jobs come out of this, which I'm sure it will. That mm-hmm. new
1: stadium is going to bring a lot of jobs and a lot of different cult That's going to change that whole neighborhood so. down there. Absolutely. Yeah. There's going to be so much traffic down there. There's going to be, like, good traffic, foot traffic, people traffic, yeah. you know, money going down there. So that'll be an interesting It'll uptick. Be interesting.
3: It'll be interesting if how much art plays into that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, I know they're asking... They ask a lot of artists to do the national anthem. Yep. That's a thing. Yep. Um and they and I think a lot like maybe like local halftime shows, some
1: if you're yep. friends, a band, like letting them play, that'll yeah, yeah. help too. I yeah. don't know. What do I know? Have Tailgating. You, have you Tailgating. ever done the national anthem at a sporting event?
4: I mean, yeah, every singer since search, Absolutely. you know, more baseball games growing up. Uh, gotcha.
1: And then yeah, you just do that all the time. Absolutely. Just, you're always singing it, yeah. I feel like I'd be so I mean, I perform, I perform in front of thousands of people. For some reason, singing the national anthem in front of a stadium of people is always scared the bejesus out of me.
4: The words, man, it's oh, the words. Okay, controversy side, just musically, that, like the beginning notes. It's tough. you can get get it wrong. <laughs> no, you really can.
0: Like that's you a... go flat on one of them or yeah, something like, like that, you, and suddenly it throws you off for the whole. I'm rest telling of the song. you,
4: man. Like that's one of the things you learn early vocal lessons. It's like don't ma- mess up the national <laughs> anthem because people will be able to tell you. That's why it's like I don't hate on artists or singers that can't do it it's like tough. it's a hard song yeah, to sing absolutely. you know like, like have, there's this NBA video on YouTube that me and my friends love watching Um, I forgot the basketball player but he goes in the Rockets Ray glare uh oh like I think it's like Carl I think it's like Carl what is his name Carl uh,
1: it might be Carl Lewis he's, yeah, yeah he's
4: like a basketball player that like yeah. subbed to play sing the national <laughs> anthem but it's the funniest it's the funniest thing you'll see but it's just like just watch you know national anthem flops like That's it's fantastic. I mean I'm oh, myself. it's
3: I'm sure there's a there's a edit a cut edit of all the oh, different yeah. ones put together on YouTube, and you could just have fun for hours. Oh yeah, there's
0: a there's a really classic one and from a long long time ago, the Portland Trailblazers I think were playing in um, uh, Toronto. The girl and walked the, off. The girl, the girl, the girl that they had singing it forgot the, she must have been Canadian, maybe she didn't, I don't know, she was, like, Canadian. And Sometimes just didn't it's know a brain to, fart, man. To the, and she just forgot the words, oh, and I'll never forget, and, and you, she, like, she stops dead in her tracks, and it's terrifying, like, I'm oh cringing inside for this girl, and thank goodness for Mo Cheeks, the t- the uh, coach of the Portland Trailblazers at the time, who comes over and puts his arm around her and starts singing it with her. Oh. Uh, just, like, oh. walks off of the, off of the coach's oh, sideline and goes and sing, starts singing it with her, and the whole crowd then starts singing in, and everybody's helping her get through it like it was a, it was it was a moment that could have been really really like just an awful show of humanity and instead <laughs> it was a great coming together of people trying to help this poor girl who just brain farted like i'm sure <laughs> a lot of people have when they get on stage and they're like oh there's a bunch of people just looking, looking at me, at me yeah. and waiting for me to do something yeah. this is
1: actually this is actually bringing up a big pet peeve of mine because at your super bowl party there's always the national anthem brings out everybody's armchair quarterback cuz as soon as those first notes get sung there's someone in the room that yeah. goes oh man they're, they're screwing up oh, oh they didn't I hate hit that, that note. I I'm hate sitting there going like let them sing exactly let them sing yeah I so. know
4: that's why that's the hard thing about watching the Super Bowl halftime performance and like someone doing the national anthem because everyone judges them yes it's, immediately it's so hard like you don't understand especially as singers singing in stadiums with reverb and in-ears, yeah. like there's so many things that can just go wrong. Yeah. So normally I'm like the one like not saying anything. Cause I'm like, <laughs> you guys, for a you don't even know what's happening
1: right now. Like, I'm sitting there rooting for him, like you can, you
4: can do it. You can do it. Unless it's like an artist that I'm like, okay,
0: you
2: went
4: in a little <laughs> too confident. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't like your face.
1: <laughs>
4: or,
0: or, or if they try to do too much with the end. I can't. I can't stand when you try and go. When there, there are certain artists who will, <laughs> who so will try funny. and go off on these runs. Yeah, like yeah, in yeah, the yeah. end, where yeah. they do all this. Don't. Just finish it. Just sing it and finish it, and let's get on with the game.
3: (laughs) I'm always impressed with the transitions between songs within an artist. Like, you know, when they do their best hits, essentially, you know, whether, you know, (laughs) it's like the Rolling Stones or wherever, and their transitions between songs are always fascinating. Oh, for the Super Bowl. Oh, that
4: that stuff is, you don't understand, that stuff is, like, dialed in. That Like, I'm pretty sure that CBS or whoever has a contract, I'm not pretty sure I know. It's like, it is so dialed in. They know everything they're going to do and say. You know, wow. you can't be in yeah. front of 90, or what is it, like 90 million Ever since more. the Janet that,
1: Jackson thing, yeah. Oh, absolutely. exactly.
4: Like, they have to know everything and who, when you see a Super Bowl show you're like that's kind of boring it was boring on purpose Yeah. Like that,
0: are, you yeah. Know I mean? so that nothing went wrong so that yeah. we don't have yeah. a repeat of yeah. 2004 I think it was yeah. when that happened I, well,
4: I remember watching Lady Gaga's and she's amazing and a yeah. lot of my friends are like that was kind of boring and I'm like that was great she put on a great show she put on an amazing show she didn't say anything crazy say no like you know boobies popped out. she up. did lose
1: <laughs> me my favorite gamble to make of the year which is what is the first song of the, of the halftime show going to be Oh God, I make that gamble ever Year depending on the artist, I've gotten it right a lot. Yeah. I hit Bruno Mars, I hit really? Katy Perry, yeah, oh yeah. But I messed up Lady Gaga because she came out and sang. I think like the first two lines of like uh, uh the "Our Country Tis of Thee" or something like that. Oh, and well, that, that doesn't count. It counted for my bet to lose. No, <laughs> Tell my dude, bookie you, you it didn't
2: count. You knew she was going to do that. It's yeah. like you know.
4: Well, yeah. I did have a, I did have a fact. so yeah, no. you don't have to put this in if you don't want. Okay, because since we're talking about football, I did go to college with an NFL player. Oh, ooh. and I tutored him, but he doesn't play anymore. What do you want Dancing with the Stars? I- Rashad Jennings.
0: <laughs> I went Shut to college up. with That's Rashad. That's really Jennings. funny. So, so you, went to, you went to Liberty. I did. That's interesting. So I used to host a radio show with Rashad when I lived in Jacksonville, Florida, really? when he was a small running world. back. Small when he world. was a running back for the uh, for the Jaguars, yeah. I hosted. Uh, we I hosted a show called Courts and Sports with uh, with <laughs> with Rashad. I, no, I'm serious, dead serious. With Rashad Jennings and this local personal injury attorney, and we would talk, you know, law, the intersection of sports and law. Yeah. What and, a small and world. Rashad was on it. Rashad's yeah. a great dude. He's a one of the nicest people you'll meet. And you know, so wait, you tutored him.
4: him. Um I was in a stats class with Rashad Jennings, awesome. and um that's my claim to fame. And uh, pretty much they all just copied my homework. <laughs> but they still paid me 25 bucks. This is a true
1: story. Oh boy, Liberty University. Yeah, they was just like yep.
4: you, you know, it was like summer program when the athletes yeah. you know they have to take the class. And awesome. They were like, just copy this kid's homework. And then I remember watching TV, and I was like, that's Rashad Jennings. He <laughs> copied my stats on work.
1: <laughs> and then he did a show with Dangles. So <laughs> he did
4: a show with you, and then he won Dancing with the Stars. And then he won, yeah.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I forgot that. I forgot
3: yeah. that he
4: won Dancing with the Stars. He's a
1: winner everywhere it goes. he goes. Stats except, class, except, radio shows.
0: Except, the, you know, he can't find a job.
1: Uh, well, Poor it's okay. Hey, I'm it's sure okay. he'll be fine. Hey, yeah.
3: Rashad, if you're listening, you're more than welcome to come and be a, uh, a fourth
1: wheel on our yeah, show. You to totally this, would. To refute this stat that you needed tutoring in stat class. I reached out
0: to him. Beginning right? of the season. Maybe I don't know maybe he doesn't want to talk Because he's not on a team right now. I don't know. He's trying he's probably <laughs> focusing on trying well, to find name drop Davey. <laughs> and yeah. then he'd be like, "Who?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, the guy who gave you the answers in <laughs> yeah. stat class. Dude,
0: you'll never guess this. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. This guy, yeah. Man, he's this man, man. This guy put coffee. you on blast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we, were, we yeah. were talking earlier before before we wrap this up, we were talking earlier about how you are definitely much more of an NBA fan. Yeah. So I want to ask you, the NBA season is in the beginning of full swing. we got a lot of months to go through, and we're going to have, uh, I mean, it could be another Golden State-Cleveland final again. Could Boston sneak in? Do you have yeah. any insight on this season for the L.A. teams, for, yeah. for what's going to happen at the end? What do you feel? You know. A lot has changed so far.
4: A lot has changed. You know what's crazy is I liken everything to music, so here's what I'm going to say. Okay. it's It's really about who's going to be the Adele. If you think of it, no, I was thinking that in football, you know what I mean? Like, everyone hates the Patriots. Like, they hate to love the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, Because they're an excellent team, right? Yeah. Everyone knows that if Adele is in a category with them, they're probably going to lose. <laughs> same thing with Beyonce's. You know, it's like, okay, if Bruno, Adele, and Beyonce are, like, just in the, the midst of something, it's probably going to be about them. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I think we at this point, from what I watch with basketball, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's going to be about LeBron. Mm-hmm. About Kerr. like it's always going to be kind of about the same teams eventually when it gets good and when it gets interesting um so my goal honestly is just to pay attention to the people that no one pays attention to <laughs> like to the 76ers. watch the, yeah yeah exactly exactly like pretty much growing up near philly it's like oh the 76ers you know what i mean that's that's why people like alan iverson to be honest he was like the underdog that could have been Kobe.
3: oh i'm from detroit i okay. remember the pistons back back oh, when yeah. they were the best team the best yeah. team ever assembled of non you know Know,
1: of nobody's nobody yeah. that you yeah. ever had.
3: They were just a good team. They were just a great team. Yeah. And every year I do the same thing. Yeah. I tell these guys when they do the NBA, when we do an NBA preview, I'm just like sitting here, just quiet, just waiting for the yeah. us to talk about the Pistons, and it never happens. <laughs> well,
4: in the 76ers, it's like my dad would take me to those games. It's like I'm going to start to pay attention to those teams, right? Yep. Tell my kids about them, and then one day. They will be relevant. <laughs> they will be relevant again, and then I'm like, that's what you do when you believe in the underdogs.
3: So. <laughs> because look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Look at where they True. came from, right? They True. were they, they got that first overall pick. pick made LeBron made them relevant. He obviously went elsewhere and came back, <laughs> and
4: then and then won him a championship. <sighs>
1: I don't want to talk about it. I hate LeBron. I really do. But at Boston this year, watch out for those Celtics. Like I yep.
4: said, some people hate Bruno Mars, but doesn't mean he's not. I great. I love Bruno Mars. I know what I'm saying. Like LeBron and you know. Oh yeah, Del- doesn't mean he's not he? great. Absolutely, the it's analogy. Understand the analogy, it's like oh gosh, it's Bruno Mars song, but it's like he's still great and he's It's always going to be about them. It's always going to be about LeBron. And Boston, Boston,
3: it's always nice yeah, seeing so. teams like Boston be relevant, like truly. Like I love Boston I like the Lakers.
2: When yeah, when so they're...
1: you've lived in LA for nine years now. You sort of were, came in on the end of the great LA teams, and now and they've then, both sort of hit a, a valley almost, but they're yeah, kind of climbing back up. Yeah. Is there any inside? Have you been to a Lakers game or a Clippers game? Because they're a lot of fun at the Staples Center.
4: Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Kind of like I was saying earlier, as a person that's like I'm kind, I'm not really into sports but Mm -hmm. i can watch it i the thing i love about the clippers game is you feel like you're being invested in something like the future you're so excited to be there um every time i go i'm like okay i'm excited to get closer and closer to like the floor seats you know um started really high up and just keep working my way moving on down you know but just their incentive like the you know the tickets are not that well I haven't gotten a clipper chicken in a while. But <laughs> <laughs> when it, when they're, you know. And uh, I would see them around all the time, like Clippers players at my church. Like it just yeah. like I said earlier, so Honestly, I lean more towards the Clippers um, because everyone likes the new school.
1: Well, that's pretty much all we got for you, Davey. It's a lovely time to have you come in. We might uh, be able to play a song yeah, on we your play way out. One,
0: can we play one more song uh, uh, yeah, from your EP before we go? This is the title track, uh, Black Gospel, off of the uh, Black Gospel EP. You can find it uh, uh, by Davey, uh, Spotify, Tidal, uh, a number of other music services as well. I'm sure you could buy it on iTunes as well. Uh, you should probably go about that route because Dave will get more money out of it if you buy it on iTunes. Because <laughs> you know? if you just stream it on Spotify, he probably gets like a nickel for every time yeah, you stream uh, it. Yeah, this is true. And, and we should support artists that we like. So go buy Davey's EP uh, because this is an awesome up and coming artist. And uh, and so let's bump you out with uh, with Black Gospel here, Davey. Thanks for coming in, man. We really appreciate your Absolutely, time today. Thank, Thank you, Thank you Davey.
4: for having me. <laughs> Boy, go to school, then get a job. Stay on your side and just survive. It's the truth from what I'm told, it's a black gospel.